twelve chimes. It's midnight. At midnight, anything can happen. Great apartments at a great price are hard to come by in San Francisco. To keep them, people will put up with almost anything. Join us now for a story of discovery, death, and one cranky cat in the play Adopted Ghost. What is it, Mrs. Whiskers? Oh, oh, I see he's back. Was that any surprise? Are you ever gonna get used to Fred? Good old Fred. Oh, Mrs. Whiskers. Oh, hell. Sorry, Mrs. Whiskers. Sorry, Jeanette. Is she ever gonna get used to Fred? Doesn't look like it. What you making there? Pasta and veggies. I have enough for two. Wanna eat with me? Thanks, but I have a date. Double feature at the Roxy. Anyway, it's Tuesday. She doesn't drop by every Tuesday. At least Fred doesn't live to tell you his entire life story from day one to the present. She's not that bad. And opinions on everything from the cost of breakfast cereal to the brands of hand soap. Okay. <laughs> she is a bit much. But she's really very sweet. You know, she's just a little lonely since her husband died. No doubt, but once she's on a jag, there's no stopping her. Okay, you go. Save yourself. I'll tend to our two friends and one hysterical cat. You don't eat at the same table with him, do you? I was hoping my cooking might get some reaction. I guess it's just not good enough to raise the dead. I don't know, Jeanette. He just doesn't know what he's missing. Hey, Fred. How's it going tonight? I'm alone! Maybe we should get him a TV to keep him company. I wonder when your birthday is, Fred. Speaking of being alone, Jeanette, you really need to get out. What about tonight? We've got room for a third wheel. Tempting, but uh, <clears throat> I've got a deadline. And I told myself I would unpack those last two boxes. After four months, we're finally moved in, huh? Well, all right, I'll leave you to it. Take care, you guys. See ya. <sighs> Just you, me, and Mrs. Whiskers now, Fred. Fred? Gone again. Ooh, perfect timing. Hello, Jeanette. I'm hoping you can come help me change a light bulb. Lights out in my bathroom. I'm absolutely hopeless with these things. Of course, Mrs. Campbell. Um, except I just sat down to dinner. Oh, that's all right. I'll keep you company. Uh, where's Sean? I thought I heard you talking to him. No, well, he's off on a date. I was just talking to myself. Oh, my dear, you know, I do it all the time, but only because I live alone, you know. A woman your age, you shouldn't have to talk to yourself. Although, I did read an article today that talking to oneself is a sign of genius. Have you ever had an IQ test? You certainly seem intelligent. My late husband was sharp. An electrical engineer, you know. Oh, yeah? 
all clear. <laughs> so, I thought the guy was a real ass. I had no idea. Oh, hey, man. Oh, hell, Jeanette. Sorry, Sean. Fred wasn't here two seconds ago. Oh, hey, you must be Jeanette, right? Holy effin' hell! Oh, my, the guy sitting there, he's not, he's not real, he's... We really should know better. You see that, right? All right, don't panic. Don't panic! Don't give me that Douglas Adams crap. I can see right through that guy. And... And where are his clothes? Yeah, yeah that's the weird thing. That's the weird thing. You might as well tell him. He's probably already guessed. Fred's a ghost. Our ghost. Came with the apartment. But the place is nice, right? You like it? A ghost. No kidding. Okay. So, you're telling me that you're not freaked out by this, this... You know, we've only been on three dates and already you're introducing me to a naked ghost guy. Oh, oh believe me. We used to be freaked out, but old Fred here is harmless. In the four months we've been here, he's only ever appeared in that spot right there. You get used to him. Aren't you gonna do something about it? What are we supposed to do? You could move. <laughs> ah! Seriously, four words, cheap and rent controlled. Ah, the words that mean you'll put up with almost anything. Exactly. Oh, you could bring in a priest or something. Jeanette, do you know of a priest I can call? I don't know one. You? Oh, not me. Honestly, I'd rather live with a ghost. Oh, where are my manners? Mike, this is my roommate Jeanette. Jeanette, this is my new paramour, Mike. And you've met Fred. Fred? He looks like a Fred, don't you think? Oh, I, I guess so. So, who is he? Why is he here? Not a clue. I'm alone! What, what was that? Oh, he does that occasionally. Sorry, we should have warned you. Jesus. Were you about to say something? Um, I was going to say, um, um, if you want, I could try and track down some information on Fred. You can do that? Sure. Well, maybe. Mike's a fact checker at a magazine. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were a private detective or something. Well, if I was a private detective, I'd start my investigation by asking, what do you know about Fred? Squat. Oh. Without clothes, there's not much to deduce. Not even Sherlock would get much from him. So you're stuck with a silent, mostly silent, naked ghost hanging out in your kitchen. Precisely. Okay, let's think about this. I'd assume he lived somewhere close. My guess would be that he lived right here in this apartment. Oh, maybe the previous tenants know something about this. We could start by asking your landlord. We? Yeah, you think I'm not gonna help? This is the most interesting thing that has happened to me in, like, forever! I'm not sure the landlord's gonna give us names of previous tenants, Mike. Oh, good point. Hmm. Wait, look here. We have a collection of old mail addressed to the previous tenants. Hey, Mike, do you think you could help us track down some of these people? I can start right now. Hand me my laptop.
Hey, Fred, want to get that? No? Mrs. Whiskers? <laughs> That's okay. I got it. No, no, really. I insist. Neither of you. Don't bother getting up. Hello, Jeanette. Such a lovely day. Oh, Mrs. Campbell, hello. I was not expecting you. I hope you don't mind that I drop by. Of course not. Uh, can, can I help you with that package? It looks heavy. Please. I, actually, it's for you, my dear. <coughs> oh, wait, 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 Mrs. Mrs. Campbell. I, you know, you cook so much, I thought I'd share a few of my better pans. And you mentioned not having a stock pot. And, uh, oh, well, I... I didn't re- I didn't realize you had company. Uh, put the box down here, dear. How do you do? Mrs. Campbell, I, I can explain. Jeanette, uh, what has you all a fluster? I just don't know. You know, you could simply introduce me. <clears throat> Mrs. Campbell, this is Fred. Fred, Mrs. Campbell. Uh, um... Oh, well, he's he's been ill. <laughs> he's not really a talker, and, and he doesn't shake hands. Oh, I see. Well, then, that head nod is all I need. Hello, Fred. Lovely to meet you. He nodded. Well, as you know, my eyesight isn't what it was, but I could see he made an effort. Uh, Fred... I hope you'll call me Evelyn. It's all very casual these days, first names and all, isn't it? Um, a relative of yours, Jeanette? Something like that. Lovely, lovely. Well, I have to run. Fred, I wish you a speedy recovery, and I do hope we'll have a chance to have a nice conversation soon. You enjoy those pots and pans, Jeanette. Ta-ta. Well, I, I believe you made a little friend there, Fred. Watch out, though. She is a talker. Hey, Jeanette. Oh, hey, Sean. Mike. Hmm. Um, we just passed Mrs. Campbell. She seems in a particularly good mood. What's in the box? Some cookware for Mrs. Campbell. Oh. Hmm, that was nice. Yeah, it was. And Fred made a friend. What? With Mrs. Campbell? She saw him? How could you? She's... She's probably right now informing the building manager, the police, the FBI, and the X-Files. Calm down. I don't think she noticed anything unusual. She didn't notice Fred, the naked ghost? With her eyesight? I don't think she noticed his... lack of clothes. And see-through qualities? Honestly, she didn't react strangely at all. Huh. Well, that's nice, right? You're always worried he's bored. Can a ghost be bored? Oh, honey... Anyway, I have some information for you. Oh, let's have it. Okay. I was able to contact a few previous tenants. I asked if they'd seen anything unusual while living in this apartment. My own little Sherlock. So cute. Stop. Okay. One previous tenant had a ton of information. They hired a real private detective. Hey. Fantastic. And? Fun fact. Fred... Has a tattoo. And a gunshot wound. So they know all about Fred. They do. And they weren't surprised that we were looking for the information. They felt bad for abandoning him. Well, they should. They handed over the whole file. Here, see for yourself. 
His name is Jason? Oh, I liked Fred. Can I still call him Fred? They noticed Jason's tattoo, and the investigation started there. It says here it's on his thigh. Oh, that's right. Where? There. See? Oh, yeah. Check it out, Jeanette. I believe you. What? Jeanette, you haven't seen it yet? No, and you have? Yeah, I've lived with this guy for four months. <laughs> Jeanette, are you blushing? No, I am not. Focus, people, focus! It says here the tattoo is of the logo for a San Francisco Maritime Union, but an older version before it was updated in 1951. This led the investigator to look for any union members that had died of gunshot wounds prior to that date. There were three. Two were known to be shot in connection with the Bloody Thursday strike on July 5th, 1934. A third man died on the same day of a gunshot wound. He was also a union member, but he died at home, so no one made the possible connection of his death and the strike. He died at home. Yes. Jason Harris died on July 5th, 1934 at 779 Jones Street. Apartment 14. <laughs> All alone? Right here, in this apartment. Hello, Mrs. Campbell. So nice to see you. Come on in. Yeah, we should move beyond the Mrs. Campbell nonsense. Please call me Evelyn. Hello, Fred. How are you feeling today? Still not up for conversation, eh? Well, that's all right. I'll keep you company. Oh, Mrs. <clears throat> Evelyn, I made you a cup of tea. Oh, thank you, dear. Of course. I just need to go grab my laundry from downstairs. I won't be but a minute. Oh, by the way, Fred's real name is Jason. Long story. I see. Jason. Well, Fred is a strange nickname. Nonetheless, I think I prefer Jason. I, and you know, I once knew a wonderful artist by the name of Jason. I'll be back in a flash. You left Mrs. Campbell with Fred? Jason. Right, Jason. Just used to the name Fred after so long. And wouldn't you know, Mrs. Campbell asked me to call her Evelyn. And she got Jason not only to look up, but to smile. And he doesn't shout, I'm alone, anymore. It's nice. Even Mrs. Whiskers seems to have calmed down. Well then, Jason, just you and me for the moment. Jason, I was just talking with my neighbor, well, our neighbor, Mrs. Joseph, about the construction next door. Every day it starts earlier and earlier. As an insomniac, it makes it impossible to get enough sleep. Oh, you understand, Jason. Your eyes looking at me like that say that you do. I can see you understand. Although, I do wish you were properly dressed. <laughs> it's uh, practically scandalous. 
Oh, no, no, dear. Really, it's perfectly all right. Yes, of course, I'll visit you as often as I can. And, Jason, I... I know you're not exactly of this world and that you've been here for a very long time, but I want you to know, dear, that you're not alone. I'm happy for the company. What? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Join us next time for our last story in Season 1 of Twelve Chimes It's Midnight about a cranky jazz man, a dead body, and a mysterious beatnik chick with an unnatural taste in jewelry. See you again at midnight. Tonight's episode was written and produced by Amy Pavi. Jeanette was played by Crystal Y. Mrs. Campbell by Beth Abdella, Sean by Scott Lewis, Mike by Cameron Ing, Mrs. Whiskers by Amy Pavi, Sound Engineering, Scott Lewis, Logo Design by Michael Dern, and yours truly, Josh Horowitz.